This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. That's Arthi. That's Noor. And you're listening to The Reality Is. I've been having too much fun making those Bernie memes. They are so good. They're so good. Bernie showed up like he didn't care. It's like I'm here to work. Can we get this done with quickly? He had a he had a Manila folder. He had a binder. <laughs> business. He had uh, Lisa's Manila folder. He had Monique's binder. He had like his mittens. He was ready. He was. He was. He was. That was so perfect, though. I bet he came early and he was pissed off that he was sitting in the cold waiting for the start. Well, here's also the thing: is they said that the inauguration was going to be at twelve o'clock, but it was like earlier than twelve. Yeah, it was eleven forty. Yeah, and because I because I, I had gone to get my shot, so I was like, yeah. oh great, I have plenty of time because my shot was at ten thirty, yeah. so I'll have plenty of time to like come back and do whatever. And then I was on my way home, and I had to like like very illegal i like put on the stream on my phone while driving i was like driving on the highway looking at the thing so i was a little irritated with that i was like you know what you have a brown person in office now you cannot be punctual and <laughs> early <laughs> that's true i mean late we will be on time for that but early yeah. you're yeah. never gonna make it <laughs> what was I'm sorry, Kamala, but if you're going to be taking over, you need to tell them about right. basic standard time. time yeah, it's all people's time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and that was in addition to they. So Trump left in the morning so he could go back home in Air Force One. How? How? Oh, my God. He is so thirsty and cheap. <laughs> he is. He's cheaper than me. Okay. And this is so <laughs> ridiculous. He he did not want to leave after the ceremony because then he would have to go pay for it himself. He left before so he wouldn't have to welcome them, but also that he could use Air Force One. Yeah, he's, he's, he's oh such, a, such a little bitch. Like, my God. And he went on Air Force One with one wife and came out with a whole other woman. Did you yeah. Did you walk out? She came out in Kyle Richards' vacation line or whatever that right. was. Correct. <laughs> That's perfect. It was Kyle Richards fashion for sure. It was a, a, a between Kyle Richards and Mary fashion. Yes, very much. It was a little too much. It was. <laughs> I was like, who is she? Is this Melania's double that they have? Yeah, well, you've seen, you've seen the double, right? The double is the funniest <laughs> to me. The double is the funniest because you know that he's using the double when he's like extra affection. And he just grabs her face and kisses her all over. And you're like, uh, but just the last like 48 hours have just been so much happier. Oh, my Not God. 48, 24 hours have 24 been really hours. happy. Right. 48 hours ago, I was I was um, in a panic state because I was so sure something <laughs> bad was going to happen. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was a lot of anxiety, and I was just happy to even see them just 
hey, they got out of the car. Oh, my God, they got out of the car. Oh, my God. Are they going to make it to the White House? It was just too much suspense. I wonder if, like, the Trump team, if they just, like, went and took a bunch of shits in all of the toilets in the White House and were like, we're just not going to flush it. Uh, yeah, if they could shit, but the, they are all <laughs> constipated. <laughs> they carry their shit with them all the time. Yeah, or, like, they just went around and, like, peed Outside of the toilet, sex. everywhere. Yeah, no. I, I, yeah, they probably had sex all over the place, but that's all. Ugh, gross. Yeah. They probably, no, they did nothing because they were never there. They never did any work. There was nothing done. So did you hear that, that there was no pandemic plan whatsoever? They found out that there was no plan at all to work off of? Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, duh, look at the the state of the affairs. Like, mm-hmm. there's never been a plan. He never has a plan. Yeah, I mean, like, 35-year-old immigrant got her vaccine before so many <laughs> other people in this country. <laughs> Just because she happened to sign up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still, yeah. I still don't understand how you vaccine, but I'm so glad you did. <laughs> yeah, it was great. So yesterday my arm was sore. Today I will say I have the sniffles. It's fine. Getting a vaccine makes you happier too, because apparently you've been happy. You know, I don't know if it's the vaccine or if it's Joe Biden. It's like all your anxieties went disappeared on the same day. Yeah. Your vaccine anxiety lift on the same day as your election anxiety that's exactly awesome but how awesome was the ceremony i was there for the obama ceremony but this one i paid even more attention to how everything was happening i actually thought it it was so much better than an in-person ceremony didn't you agree so i've never been to an in-person ceremony i don't know how to compare i'm not fancy like you even to watch it i mean when they have people over they whisk them away and then they go from ball to ball to ball to ball and and there's like oh the yeah 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 and yeah. you watch them dance and it's a lot of talk about the um the fashion yesterday was so seamless it didn't even feel odd and on top of it they were all working by the end of the night very efficient very i don't need to done. party that's not why we got you here you already partied on the campaign trail for Correct. months yeah get out of here get to work yeah yeah it was great i cried just at random things. Random things. Like, yes. I was driving home from my shot when they started walking onto the podium, like onto the stadium mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. At one point, Kamala Harris walked in and she picked up. Yo, don't cry. She goes and she says hello to her family. Yeah. And then she picks up. She bent down and she kissed Mina Harris's daughter. Yeah. I had to pull over and cry. I was like, I can't drive like this. It was so so illogical. Every time they showed her, I cried. I will say, it drove me bananas. You still don't know how to say Kamala. Like, come on, girl. I was like, even now. Matlab, what do I have to do? Okay. I'm the goddamn vice president of the United States. You still cannot pronounce my name. There's memes. There's YouTube videos. There's TikToks. There's reels. Yeah. Kamala. Uh, yeah. She still Kamala. called her. Come on. And Kamala was like, Kamala Davy Harris. Yeah. Like, come on, bitch. Yeah. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? I know they're never going to get my name right. Yeah. Even when I am president. I am still, uh, you know, when I was in school, they used to call me room temperature because it's RT. That's how they pronounce my name, RT. Sometimes I'll get emails to Ari and they'll say, like, Dear Ari. Yeah. Like a nice Jewish man. Yeah. 
Dear Ari, and then they would like they would write to me and then they assume I'm a nice Jewish man and they get surprised when they call in and they see me and they're like, <laughs> you can tell. And I look for the ones that call me Ari and then come online and discover that I'm a brown woman and they're like, huh. It's so, it's like, read, read. What makes you think I'm Ari? I don't understand that. Yeah, I will also get because Noor is actually a unisex name. I I don't know a male Noor, by the way. I only knew females uh, in uh, friends that are Noor. Yeah, I know a couple of Noors, but I have never heard of a male Noor, by the way. So I never knew any male Noors. I didn't know any yeah. other Noors growing mm-hmm. up. And then when I got to college and had a lot of Arab friends and stuff, they were like, that's a boy name. And I was like, what? Wow. Especially the way I spell it, because I spell it with two O's, and some people mm-hmm. spell it with a U or an O-U. Maybe in India, it's more of a norm to name only girls Noor something. Because yeah. we have Noor Jahan, I'm never connected Noor to a male. I know yeah. it, it's a unisex word. Yeah. The meaning is unisex, but never connected it to a male. The only other Noor I knew was Queen Noor of Jordan. Mm-hmm. And I would always tell people that, thinking yeah. that they knew even what yeah. the country of fucking Jordan Jordan was. Yeah. I knew her like the queen and they'd be like, we don't know what you're talking about. No. I have to put in, I'm, 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 um, I'm filling up a form right now and it's asking me for my phonetic way to pronounce my name. I cannot even say our with the soft T because they don't, there's no soft T sound in English. No. There's no T and there's no T with yeah. the H sound. Yeah. They have and the sound you can say they have the so they would call you are the are the yes at best yeah are the yeah it's are the yeah there's no soft like sweet soft tea that tea is so nice yeah that it's not theirs they want to call you Artie. Artie is what they have to call me even though i i don't like it but that's how that's what they call me. And if I say RT, they don't get, they don't even hear sometimes when I tell it on the phone or something, they won't hear the, the sound because it's so soft. Yeah. So they just uh, RE. So that's how I become RE and I'm not. So, <laughs> so this is our name. And I have a, a, a long, complicated last name because the last name typically, and especially in South Indians, the last name can be long because our names mean something. Yeah. But the inauguration was great. Okay, I watched the nighttime concert or whatever, but I didn't watch like the whole thing. I watched the whole thing from the morning. I turned the TV on at seven. I did not turn it on until almost midnight. It was running the entire day and we were all in, uh, you know, meetings and stuff and we would take time off and just go sit in the front room and watch whatever we could. And we watched almost the entire thing. Actually, the show was awesome. It was yeah. much better than any other show that I've watched on TV. So well choreographed. They should have them for Super Bowl and all of the other things that we do. It, yeah. It, this Whoever did that was awesome. The fireworks. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. So speaking of fireworks. Okay. So the song Firework by Katy mm-hmm. Perry. Great song. Beautiful yeah. song. Okay. I, I turned on the TV and it was towards the end of Firework. And so the fireworks were going and they kept showing the Bidens and everybody and Doug, little Doug, Doug was so happy. 
He was he like was dancing. He, he was, was jumping, jumping up and down. He was so happy. So I got <laughs> emotional. So I was like, no, no, I can't. I have to watch this whole thing. So I went to the beginning and I started watching all the things. And then we got to the, the beginning of the Katy Perry performance. And I was like, it is insane to me that like, here I am bawling my eyes out as this woman sings. Do you ever feel like a plastic bag? Like, do you ever feel like a plastic bag, Arthi? <laughs> Often, more often than I would not want to, right? First, it, it's not, well, there's so many layers to plastic bag. One, <laughs> you are clearly have been discarded, you used and discarded, right? You're not, it's not a fresh plastic bag that goes flying around, no. This is one that probably has a few tears, has been discarded, it's flying around. This is like, <laughs> and that's never, you're never going to die. You're never going to get out of that misery. No, never, it's you, You'll never get out of that misery. There's so many layers to how pathetic a flying plastic bag could be. Yeah. Uh, depending on my daily depression level, I feel various levels of the plastic bag story. <laughs> That's what I should tell my therapist when I log on. She'll be like, how are you feeling today? And I should be like, like a plastic, plastic bag. bag. <laughs> and when I'm having a really good day, I should be like, I feel like a firework. It's fine. I'm doing great. Oh my god! Uh, do you think your Do you think your therapist would figure it out if you said that? If I said that to her, would she figure uh, out? Mine, mine wouldn't. She would not get it. It's not that my, I'm pretty sure my therapist knows the song. She's like right. young, but I, I think if that they she's ever too serious. Song that could be a a a. You know that pertains to her her field of study. So yeah. I wonder if she would know that song. That's all I'm saying. That what if I like continuing education curriculum for a therapist should be to listen to a Katy Perry. Firework. Oh my yeah. god! All therapists should listen to this song for their. Uh, CE credits. Yeah, I think when she asks me how I'm doing, I would just be like, I just, you know, I feel like a plastic bag. I'm just drifting through the wind. Right. Wanting to start again. Her. Right? <laughs> and she's going to be like, I think you should find a new therapist. <laughs> this isn't a joke. Okay. She's going to be like, dial back on the pills, dial back on the dosage. <laughs> yes. Exactly. We've gone overboard. We've gone to the other side where you're crazy happy for no reason. <laughs> uh, I know that the problem still exists. I know that mm -hmm. obviously it's not like, oh, it's been one day. But actually, there was like a whole bunch of stuff that like he was like, okay, I'm in office. Here's all of the stuff that I've canceled. I was like, mm -hmm. great. It's been one, not even a day. And within a day, he's already ended the travel ban on Muslim countries. The, the Muslim mm -hmm. ban stopped the dumbass wall construction across the mm -hmm. Mexico-U.S.-Mexico border. He revoked approval for the Keystone Pipeline. He reversed. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> he reversed the Trump order to exclude non-citizens from U.S. Census, which is insane. Yeah. Um, he enhanced anti-discrimination protections based on gender identity because right before Trump left, he signed a whole bunch of shit just being like, just going to stick mm. it to gay people right before I head out. Right. Just, right. Uh, here's a bunch of shit that people can discriminate you for now. Bye. Yeah. yeah. So Biden came in and he was like, no, this doesn't work for me. And then he also declared to rejoin the Paris Accord, rejoin the World Health Organization and obviously start a pandemic plan. So did you see what Ted Cruz tweeted? I did. <laughs> and then the AOC responded. It was so so hilarious. Yeah. So Ted Cruz said that 
because <laughs> we're rejoining the Paris Accord, he was like, who do we report to? The citizens of Paris or the citizens of <laughs> Pittsburgh? <laughs> AOC was like, um, do you think that the Geneva Convention also was for the citizens of Geneva? Or like, <laughs> are you really that fucking dumb that you don't realize <laughs> that that's where the names come from? It's not for the place it's for where they were when they came up on the agreement like, <laughs> they're losing yeah. their mind the mega people they they are and the problem is they're crazy so they you know you you have a uh, you have a potentially crazy already and now this just accelerates their madness so it, it, yeah. they become even more unpredictable this has actually created more work for us to do in the coming years with our neighbors and our kids and just educating folks and getting the vote out every single time because we literally have to outlive these people for there to be no threat. That's all. And, you know, outliving a whole bunch of people in a global pandemic. How hard can it be? We have masks. Hopefully now that Biden's in, I saw already that he already mandated that in federal property, federal buildings, you have to wear a mask. You cannot be without a mask. So. So that's think, really big. To think that that was not hadn't even been done yet. Isn't that nuts? That oh like my God. this was not a thing. I mean, we know because the rose garden they were fucking yeah. super spreading. So right, that just blows my mind that uh, this had to come down to a mandate. Otherwise, they weren't going to use it. I need there to be a national lockdown. I do. And the other thing I really need actually more than a national lockdown is I need to make sure that teachers get vaccinated because like yeah. my son's school starts on Monday. And so he's only going to be there for like three hours a day or whatever for two days a week. But I asked his teacher, I was like, did you guys get vaccinated? And they were like, nope. I am telling you, it is some other 85 year old Noor who should have gotten the vaccine that did not get the vaccine. This was some white girl looking at the list. Thinking you and the other Noor are the same, not understanding the difference. And you are, and you are, should have gotten the vaccination instead. N O O R got it. I cannot understand. How are they, how are you vaccinated, but not teachers? I don't know. In Maryland, we have healthcare workers, emergency workers, state workers, then it's teachers. Yeah. The funny thing is that. <laughs> All over like Washington Post, I think, and New York Times, they were saying they wrote articles about how Essex County, New Jersey is like the shining star of a vaccine <laughs> distribution. And I was like, I don't think so. <laughs> 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 uh, they just gave them out willy nilly, got everybody. <laughs> Yeah, everybody it's very, things. very like Willy Wonka. And that's the because there was there because that's because there was no no plan at the White House and mm -hmm. no real, uh, you know, uh, no real surplus to supply, and they just gave the states and the counties the wrong number of vaccines. So. Some yeah. got more than they needed and some got less than what they needed. Yeah. The system is really flawed because I got my vaccine and then they were like, oh, yeah, you'll get a second email. You'll get an email for a link to schedule your second one, which is going to be on mm -hmm. February 17th. So I was like, OK. So I get this email and I click on the link. The link takes me to a page where I can select a second dose for myself. The nearest location where I can get a second dose is South Jersey, 87 miles from my house. Road trip. OK, I could meet you up there it would take you the same amount of time to get to south jersey as it would take me to get to south jersey yeah it's actually right we should meet at like that really nice rest rest stop in delaware you know what i'm talking right. about. right oh yeah the, the valero one mm -hmm. 
That's so actually good. a nice place. It's the best one. It's so good. It's my favorite. <laughs> That's good Chesapeake Bay in Maryland used to be my the Chesapeake rest stop used to be my favorite. Yeah, that's a, that was a good one. Now it's run down. Yeah, now it's run down because Delaware is really but they have they have upgraded Maryland House. So... Oh, they did. Yeah, they did. <laughs> this is a very specific conversation for people who have taken ninety five from down New York from, down from New York to Florida. <laughs> Uh, we are in a mood today oh my god i could talk for hours about rest stops but i won't today okay we need to talk about what happened on bravo this week who gives a shit we've got a female indian black vice president okay yeah and we didn't even touch upon the spoken word oh god oh that's when i started really crying she was so good 22 years old so impressive i already bought her books oh good books you can go online and buy. Apparently, her followers increased by a million with the yeah. first opera. So bravo this week. I feel like Atlanta, not that much happened. Yeah. We got to know, like, if you pour a little bit of honey on a pig and put it in front of um, Portia, there's no hope for it. No. <laughs> She's like, alive or dead, it's going in. Portia was, was made too much for Yes. The only I feel like interesting thing that really happened was that Cynthia is planning her dumbass wedding, but then she has this conversation with her mother about bringing her dad to the wedding. Who abused her mother. Literally to the point where her mother was featured in a domestic violence PSA that Cynthia did. Yeah. So Cynthia was wrong in all of that, but then her mom did this thing that like my mom would do, which is like, well, you made me talk about it. So now it's your fault that your dad is mad at me. And it's like, what? And Cynthia's like, um, you're going to tell me that you don't know what a PSA was and that this was that you didn't know it was going to mm-hmm. be on TV. Like, mm-hmm. it's such a typical, like, they see mom thing I of was- like, I know that you're mad at me, but now I'm mad at you for yeah. being mad being at me. Mad at like- me. Yeah. <laughs> It's so insane. I mean, it has already started for me with my 10-year-old. It's like, she's mad that I'm mad that she's mad. And it's like, oh, my God. And no, not, neither of us wants to give in. And we don't even know what we're mad about in the first place. But it, it will drive deep, deep shafts in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Most Love that. Thing. Love his mother. That. Cynthia's mother not knowing what a PSA is or what that was about, but getting in front of camera to talk about it. I almost felt sad. I was like, I can see how that could happen. She might have thought this is happening for the Bravo camera as a, it was like on Bravo camera for a PSA for something else. Yeah, but the Bravo cameras are more nationally televised than a PSA for Kenya Moore. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that is true. Does not make any is, sense? Yeah. Yeah. And also, again, the question I have to ask is like, what show is Drew on? Again. Well, like, did she have to be quarantined with her family or something for a little while? And that's why she couldn't? I I was very confused. It was one of the was it one of those things like, oh, her husband was just like gallivanting in Tampa. So then the production was like, oh, no, we cannot have her around people. He might have disappeared. It's possible. Meanwhile, in Dallas, other people are going to Florida. (laughs) Yeah, doesn't even matter. Doesn't even matter. But at the very least, at least she was like checking and she was testing and she was at least acknowledging that there was coronavirus but these other women were not yeah deandra c seems to be constantly worried about it scared for it but doing nothing about it and instead doing the exact opposite of what she should be doing so that is 
like very much how most of my friends in New Jersey have been all year. <laughs> they keep being like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I can't trust it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And oh, yeah, I went to a brunch with seven people. I'm like, bitch, like, yeah, yeah no wonder you're so worried all the time because right. y'all are going everywhere. Right. It's insane. It's like yeah. my brother's the same way. He loves to eat out. And so yeah. as soon as restaurants opened up like limited indoor dining, yeah. he was like, I'm there. And like oh. every weekend he goes and tries a new restaurant. We're like, dude, uh, you need to stop. So we call yeah. him a super spreader. But the thing is he's only – I mean, I don't know. I don't know if he's actually spreading it to anybody, but – That's the point. You don't know. Who knows? You don't know. Who knows? But because he's a cancer survivor, he's going to try to go through the Cancer Institute and see if he can get a spot for the vaccine. Although it sounds like it doesn't matter, even if you are one. Again, perplexing 35-year-old <laughs> so seemingly healthy. So your brother, a cancer survivor, <laughs> hasn't gotten his vaccine, but you have. And you think there's, you think that that vaccine was meant to, meant for you? Oh Wait, my god! I have a question. What if I'm part of a placebo group and I don't know it? Ooh. What if you're part of a clinical trial that you didn't consent to and you don't know it? Okay, that's like that's like a fifty billion dollar law win. If I if I if you clear that out and you prove it, oh my god, you would be the richest woman on earth. The U.S. government would negotiate and settle for half that treasury for that one. All right. Oh big God. money, big money. Gonna cross okay. my fingers for that one. <laughs> and you are the only one playing, so you, you will win. <laughs> this, is, this is a private experience. Yeah. Okay. But anyway. Okay. So in Dallas. In Dallas, we had this pool, pool party that Cam threw Carrie for Carrie's 50th birthday. <laughs> hate Carrie's voice but now whenever Carrie's talking all I hear is Ben and Ronnie like that's all I hear (laughs) it's Ben and Ronnie yeah just as much so last week we talked we defended and we talked about how racist it is to talk about somebody's voice like Tiffany's voice (laughs) yes right but this week we are saying that we do not like Carrie's voice. We don't, but Carrie's voice is annoying in a different way. It's just she doesn't shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's the thing. I don't care if you have like a she deep does voice. Talk, she does talk like continuously. There's she, no pause. Never. And she's the like, more she drinks, the more she talks. Yeah. For sure. She's mixing things for sure. This is oh, like, ugh. I mean, I feel like that's like part of the job at Bravo. Yeah, yeah, probably. But yeah, so she has this birthday party and Tiffany, poor Tiffany, is just trying to fit in with these ladies. Yeah, yeah. And Cam is, my all my notes say is Cam is insane. Oh my God. That was so cringy. So Cam is talking about Tiffany being too bossy and Tiffany trying to force the chicken foot down Cam's face. Yeah. And the whole time Cam says, well, this is like, she says something like, oh, I'd rather eat blah, blah, blah than chicken feet. You know, that stuff is gross. Yeah. And so Tiffany says, oh, that's offensive to like a lot of people. people. You just offended a lot of people's culture. And she says, do you realize you're stereotyping Chinese people? Do you realize you're doing that? Do you realize you just are you serious? I was like, oh my God. And that's when Stephanie says, there's no point in talking to a person like him. But the point is like she, Stephanie says that, but she doesn't acknowledge why it's wrong. Yeah. She's just telling you how to manage Cam. And she doesn't mention that what Cam is saying is so horribly wrong. 
Yes. And I cannot, like, that killed Cam for me. Like, I will never be on her team ever. No. I cannot. No, that was like, you made a racist comment. And then when you were called upon it by the community or people that you were you racist about, yeah. you offended. You now flip it to make it sound like they are making your their people look bad. That is peak peak white privilege yeah it's peak white lady gaslighting it's the peak thing of like okay well you're being racist and then the racist person being like oh you're being mean to me by calling me racist right yeah but also saying that you're putting down your kind oh my god you know that was the mo of every supremacist group ever right yeah to rule over you put all kinds of restrictions on you then say that if you do not comply you're making your people look bad and that yeah. just ingrains you into be feeling inferior about yourself. And this is something even even culturally from where we are, that was how the colonists ruled over us. Yeah. To say that. Exactly. Just, just kill the other group's spirit. Totally. Yeah. It makes you feel like you don't even know what's good for you. You have to look to this a more superior being of a white person to tell you mm-hmm. how to act in your own culture. Right. Oh, my God. It was so terrible. I was like, I don't know how Cam continues to be on the show after this. Right. I don't know how most of the people on Bravo continue to be on Bravo. I don't know how they were not given some training. They were not put through a program to sort of say, this is racist. This is not. If you ever did not know that here your point that we have educated you now we are not liable if you do xyz you're out of the programming mind you this is after blm they're taping in july or august right we've now had months weeks of listening learning and growing you know yeah and obviously nobody was listening or learning or growing everybody was just digging their heels and that whole conversation around the table did not even again did not focus on how offended tiffany might have been everybody was focusing on how to placate cam yeah even stephanie was like you just have to say sorry and move on and then carrie just decided to pick brandy up like it could have been that moment for brandy could have been hey let me stick up for tiffany and prove myself as somebody who Mm -hmm. has learned and say as an ally yeah whoa 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 like that's not cool I've been figuring this out and I know sometimes you're trying to be funny, but we have to be more mindful. Like she could have said any of those things, but she didn't. And instead she went and got drunk with Carrie. Poor Tiffany. Like I really felt a lot like even as a successful person of color, you still can find yourself in situations with wealthy, successful, quote unquote, but wealthy white women and want you to comply with what is typically expected from high society that is controlled by like Western ideals, it's still so hard for us women who are successful in our own spaces to get around people like that because it still makes us feel a little bit insecure and you still end up being like, why am I doing this? Like, why do I bother? Because we are human beings and even though it's so it's deeply ingrained in us, it's something we have to actively unlearn, but we do still fall into that thing of like, I have to prove myself to this group of people that I fit in. Mm -hmm. And I felt that for Tiffany. Yeah. I felt uncomfortable for her because I have been in that situation. I was like, I cannot believe that she struggles with that too. That she has to adjust and she has to modulate her behavior so that 
she can quickly move on from the subject because what happens is she ends up feeling like an outsider. Yeah. I will, however, say that it looks like Tiffany's doing just fine. She is managing herself on Twitter like a fucking Mm -hmm. pro. It almost feels like she let them do all of this nonsense during the season to be like, let me pull out my big guns when you guys make yourself look like assholes. And then I'm going to fucking destroy you at the reunion and I'm going to kill you on social media. And my people are going to come after you. And you know what? I love it. I'm hoping and wishing and, you know, don't tell me otherwise. I think this is this is how she managed and prepped for this because that's what I would expect from a relationship. Okay. (laughs) Full preparation. We had cliff notes. We went over it. We went over it three times. We are quite confident. We had a couple of nightmares about not getting it all right, but we are fine. That's that's the level of preparation I expect from Tiffany. So I'm I'm hoping that everything you said actually happened. Yes, exactly. Like anything <laughs> else, she tiger mommed herself over it. And I exactly. love it. Exactly. I love that's, it. So that's much. what I love about it. <laughs> Salt Lake City. So yes. in Salt Lake City, Heather went on a bad date with somebody that Jen set her up with, and then they went to the most awkward vegas trip ever and mary is still recording from her closet yep she hasn't left she's only on outfit number 2214 or something like that she's not even halfway through the first closet so she has a lot of hats and boots to try on do you think that they just did like they were like listen mary you didn't go on all this stuff we're just going to have the ladies call you at various times of mm-hmm. today. We're going to come over for filming. No, that was not even a call. It was a text, remember? Oh, it yeah, like, that's look, right. Look, look. Yeah. That, that may not have even happened. Whitney never invited her. Yeah, she was just acting. Yeah. Yeah. They were like, oh one day God. filming at Mary's house, make a smoothie for yourself, sit in your closet, pretend like you're on your phone, and then we'll call it a day. And that, that was, was it. Almost a poem. Almost a poem right there. <laughs> I'm the Bravo laureate. That's what I am. <laughs> I think that's what happened. I don't think any of Mary's uh, scenes are actually consistent with time. It's weird. But I think Mary, if Mary was invited, she didn't go because she knew that Lisa and Meredith would confront her. She would get yeah. stuck with trying to save whether she actually heard them say that or not. I think so, too. So, you know what? We love Heather. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is a pro-Heather podcast. However... I don't like that Heather makes such a big deal about drinking. Yeah. Like it's very, it's classic. It's classic first time drinker behavior. Classic learning how to drink as an adult behavior. You know, she's constantly like. That is true. What you're saying is so true. I know. I need a drink. I need a drink. Oh my God. He doesn't drink at the part at this date. No worries. I'll just drink for him. It's like, okay, we get it. Like, but you're, you're like 39, 40 years old. We get it. You drink. It's. It's yeah. fine. It's okay. Yeah. It's but it's like a lot of like new drinking obsessive energy. Uh-huh. I hate that because a lot of Pakistanis are like that because they're like closet yeah. drinkers. And so they just want to get fucking hammered all the time. And I'm like, right, you're okay. Yeah. It's not gonna run out. There's a lot of alcohol, don't worry. But the way <laughs> the like they're just obsessively talking about drinking and wanting to drink and needing a drink, yes. and oh my god, that person doesn't drink, and how am I supposed to be around? Like, yeah, it, drinking like casual, you know, casual social drinking has only become popular in the last couple of decades in India. Yeah. So it's still a new thing. So people don't know when to shut up about it. And they yeah. keep talking about it. You know, It's like people with new money. Yes, because they have this disposable money and they want to talk about all their liquor, <laughs> all the brand. It, it, it's just, it gets on your nerves. 
I hate it. When I visit India, it gets on my nerves. And sometimes they're, you know, I'll be on a group chat with family back in India and the whole conversation and the jokes will be going on about this. I'm like, that's not funny. It's annoying. Yeah, but... We get it. You like to drink. Right. This is a, this is a, it's kind of like how I feel about a lot of mom jokes nowadays. Are yes, always like, exactly. wine o'clock. It's wine o'clock. Yeah. I'm a wine mom. I'm exactly. a wine. I'm like, you're an alcoholic. Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> and that's okay. And we all are, but you don't have to talk about it. Yeah. By 45, you are expected to have some some of these things in your belt. It's okay. That's the thing that bothers me about Heather is I'm like, I just want you to chill out. Like we get it. You drink. But this Vegas trip was so awkward. Oh my God. It was so awkward. But the only thing I could see in the Vegas trip was Meredith's eyebrows. Yeah. They're insane. They are and she seems to have fixed them a little bit in the yeah. um, confessional. You can see that she's adjusted them. Oh, no, not in the confessional. Actually, I saw her and watch what happens. And it looked like somebody told her, like, you need to stop. Mm-hmm. You're not Brooke Shields. Those yeah. aren't natural. You can tell yeah. that she, like, it's like she takes a stamp and puts it on her head. And right. it's so obnoxious. Right. All I noticed was her eyebrows and that she does not stop moving. She's got yeah. really bizarre energy to me. I don't understand. Like flowing this way, yeah. Her mouth is something is happening. Her head is like turning constantly, constantly. That's so. Yeah, that's something I noticed too. She's like she doesn't stay still. It would drive me crazy. But it's not even. But it's not jerky movements. It's like a lazy, snaky movement. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like she's slowly deflating. Like you know how you know those. You know the car dealership? Yes. Those yes. that's like that's uh, Kristen Dowdy. Kristen Dowdy. Yeah, that's Kristen Dowdy. <laughs> but it's like imagine if one of those was deflating. Yes. That's Meredith. Yes, Marks. that's yeah. Meredith Brooks? No, Meredith Marks. Meredith yeah, Marks. Meredith. Yes. That's Meredith Marks. Yeah. Okay, so here's my deal with Lisa. Lisa seems like a terrible person, but I actually think she's a great housewife. I think she is a good housewife. For sure. She is one of those that we will love to sort of hate, but like not even not even seriously hate, like eh, she can be there. Like Robin Dixon. No, she's I don't think she's to, like a Robin. You don't? I think she's like a season one Camille Grammer. I don't think she, the people are gonna hate her as much as people hated Camille Grammer. Yeah, that's true. Because Maybe she's it's like, so oh, done. Kristen, Kristen from um, um, uh, Roni. Okay, like, I love. She was there for she was there for a couple of seasons. After her first season, she didn't quite bring anything to the first season, but she sort of floated through. But she wasn't. Nobody hated Kristen. The thing with Lisa is that she's. I'm thinking of annoying, like. Lisa oh no, I'm thinking of like Lisa is mean. Lisa is mean. She is. She she's is. very mean. She's like remote. That's why I'm saying she's like Camille Grammer. My shit doesn't stink type of mean. But also like she can't really back it up. Like when she was went to the racetrack True. and she was like, okay, I, I love race cars. I love that. Yeah. I love race cars. Can I touch it? Can I? <laughs> yeah. And then she like gets in and she drove 65 to 70 miles an hour. <laughs> like, I I drive faster than that on the yeah. highway. Oh, my God. Yeah. That was so funny. And then Jen goes bananas. <laughs> that should be the that should be the episode title every time. <laughs> it's like every episode. 
Jen goes bananas. We just have to find at what time point, time mark, does yeah. Jen go bananas? Let's have a game. <laughs> She's not well. She's not. She's not. She's so. So I noticed that she said to Heather at the end, she said, we are all putting up with Whitney. All of us are doing this because she is your friend. We're all doing this. And I feel like what that means is that maybe at some point production didn't want Whitney on the show. And because Heather was like, no, 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 I think she would be great. Now they're like, okay, fine. We have to have her. Because I think originally I feel like I'm sure it was cast. The cast was probably Jen Shaw, Heather. Mm Mm-hmm. And Lisa then and Meredith. Lisa and Meredith. And then they had all these like outsiders, these trials. Mm-hmm. I feel like maybe even in the trials, that's when Heather got in. And then Heather yeah. was like, no, Whitney's my cousin. So it's going to be fun because Whitney's a fun yeah. Mormon. Right. And I feel like if it were up to Jen or Lisa or Meredith, it would have been one of their other dumbass friends. Could be. Yeah. Yeah. Like that yeah. QAnon bitch. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, it seems to me like that sounded like it came from a place of we don't like the way the show is going type of a thing mm. for me which as soon as you get into that with with like housewives i'm like i'm not interested and you cannot do right. this to me already in the first season salt lake city yeah but if you think about it whitney is the one though but she i think is essential for this season's um storyline is she yeah. is the one that's in between the two groups that don't want to admit that they are two different groups yeah, They're pretending to be friends, but Whitney is in the middle of it, and she has been stirring the pot with bringing Mary in and getting her mixed up, giving her airtime. Remember, yep. Whitney went to her church, yeah, and she made sure that all camps had some interaction with Mary, and she brought Mary into the group, and then she, you know, has been, you know, stirring the pot between Mary and everybody else, and then she was in the middle of. And then she stirred the pot with Meredith and, uh, um, and Lisa and Jen. So she's been yeah. there. She has actually sort of orchestrated. She's been in every one of those incidents, right? She's the, She's been the Lisa Rinna, I'm going to be neutral for the first two seasons kind of person who has been in the middle stirring the pot. Oh, you're right. That's true. And Mar- I, And you know what? I like Whitney because she's talking about mm-hmm. her family. She's talking about her fucked up marriage, like her right. – her, like bizarre personal life she's talking right. about her husband or her dad she's talking right. about all of these things she brought a lot to the show she did and i don't think jen shaw's actually brought anything to the show if we're gonna no. be completely honest jen shaw was just you know whitney was always she acted like a like the producer of all the drama right she went in she modified it she started it she did everything and she kept the drama going in all of those dull spots she was the one who kept the drama going yeah also on twitter Mm -hmm. jen is going bananas Mm -hmm. yeah she went on twitter and she's complaining about heather she's like oh so you want a black guy who is an athlete and also a family man and all these things. But what I'm doing still isn't good enough for you. It's like, yeah. okay, clearly she had no chemistry with this guy. It's not the end of the world. It's not a lack of her trying either. He was yeah. not responding. He was barely making eye contact. Oh my God, he was such a dud. Yeah. And if you are a good friend, you would take up for your friend here. Not yeah. For the other guy, you would be like, I just completely understand. Based on social media, it looks like Lisa and Jen are BFFs. Oh, really? Which is so Heather and Heather and Jen aren't friends anymore. They are, but Lisa and Jen are really good friends. 
Mm-hmm. Meredith and Jen are not talking to each other. Mm-hmm. Meredith and Mary are friends. What? And then I think Heather is cool with everyone except for Lisa. Huh. Yeah. Strange. So strange. But yeah. I was like, okay, Las Vegas, Salt Lake City, I guess. And the whole thing about like, oh, I'm a Mormon girl and I get to have live in Sin City. Get over it. You're 40 years old. Like, yeah. you're going to Vegas. I get it. Like, it just. Yeah, but I'm also, so- is Vegas still, is, does it still qualify to be called the Sin City? I mean, isn't there sin everywhere else? Yeah, you can do like, what you can do in Vegas literally everywhere else. Sure. Yeah. Like, I don't think Vegas has any monopoly over sin right now. No, it's very no widespread. More. No more. It's pretty widespread. Yeah, it's very yeah. easily accessible <laughs> in all places. Hamarabi <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's like if, you know, if you can have a stupid ass fucking slot machines in like any place. Ask the Kardashians, right? Yeah. Yeah. They're the sin over. is available everywhere. We had sin yeah. in the White House for a while. So I think that we're fine on not having to go to Vegas for sin. I'm excited though because my best friend is getting her vow renewal. Oh, my COVID eligibility. You're getting Wait. another vaccine? Oh, my God. Okay. I just got an email. No. You guys, I'm not making this up. Arthi, no, I'm going sh- to share my screen with you. Yes, she is multitasking. She's in her email while podcasting. Okay, no, that's where my notes are. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Okay, you wait, like, okay. I'm going to well, share my screen. You wait, are, I'm you gonna, just I'm jumped li- right now. You jumped uh, into your seat. What happened? Okay, I'm sharing my screen with you. Hold on so you can see it too because this is insane. This is insane right now, Madison. Okay, look at this email. Okay, you're eligible to get the COVID vaccine. However, due to supply limitations, vacation uh, vaccination appointments may be difficult to get. Here's three ways to get vaccinated. I already got vaccinated. The fuck? I what did I tell you? That did not belong to you. You took someone else's vaccine. But also, you should do you should check your uh, credit score. I think somebody's <laughs> impersonating you. <laughs> Somebody stole your identity. Okay. Well, you know what? I got the COVID vaccines. So. And the NJ Department of Health sent you two days after you got the COVID vaccine, or one day after. Yep. The NJ Department of Health sent you an email saying you may be qualified. I already got it. Oh my God. What a mess. Oh my God. And this happened live just now. Just now it happened. It just happened live. I just, I cannot believe I saw it. Noor jump out of her chair. Her <laughs> eyes just went, be- became saucers. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for this week's episode on Bravo stuff. I'm very excited because I, I binged the first three episodes of Bling Empire. Oh, yeah, so we, did, we decided God. to do Bling Empire, not House of Ho. Yes, because Bling Empire seems to be all the rage and it deserves mm-hmm. it because, it deserves wow. It. Yeah, I was like, Karen Johar should take note. This is how you do this show. This is how you do it. You get a bunch of real people. You show extravagant lifestyles. You actually show culture. You actually show mm-hmm. people. You don't just show a bunch of, you know, boring. And you deal with like, and people. you you actually show all the dirty, all the stuff, the pain, everything that otherwise, I mean, they could have done this show without any of that depth either. And it yeah, would have, it would have sucked just like the Bollywood wives. 
So Yeah, I'm only three episodes in, and I got to say, I am obsessed with Anna Shea. Yes. What a... Why isn't she on Beverly Hills? We you will discuss it in the next yeah, episode. We yeah. will. We will discuss it on Tuesday. We will do a deep dive on Anna Shea. We can promise yeah. you that. Yes. Let's not talk about it. <laughs> but be me. Okay. <laughs> but as always, find us on Instagram and Twitter at The Reality Is Pod. And you know what? Can you like and well, you already like us. You subscribe to us. Leave us a review. We'd love to hear what yes. you think. You know, I have to say our last episode that we released, it was called White People Why. Mm. And um, did not get as many listens that we, as we usually do. And I was like, are we getting canceled because we said something about white, white people? people? You said white. You know how yeah. Facebook is like on a ramp. We're like, yeah, exactly. White. <laughs> Mike Mark Zuckerberg was like, I will not stand for racism against white people. Yeah, this is hate speech. <laughs> Anyway, leave us a review. Let us know what you think. Give us some pointers. This or one, don't. This, Whatever. Yeah. Or just give us five stars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The three okay. people, the three, three people who are super fans, just don't leave us. Yeah. <laughs> you know who you are. Just don't leave us. Yeah. I feel like two of them are two of them are named Jess. So I know that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but okay, we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.